This is Relationship, a podcast presenting a gay look at traditional relationships and values. With your hosts, the Cratellis. I'm Marco. And I'm Tony. You know love is my weakness. Don't need drugs for some freak shit. I'm just high all the time. I'm out of my mind. I'm tweaking. Freaking on the weekend. I'm indecent. Let it begin. I'll be pulling up in that 92 DeVille Cadillac with them Vogue's losing my mind. Pippa Beastin. Un-American. I don't need my friends. I've been thugging for my un-American life. Lights in these deep, flawless skies. Off the deep end. Such a heathen. Why they let me outside? I pull relief in. <sighs> now bring the beat in. Now I can breathe again. I be beating down the block, knocking basket outs off the wall. Oh, that's how I ball. Cleanse me of my sins. My young American life. These motherfuckers ain't stopping me. <laughs> I was like, he's going to do the whole me. song. He's going to do the whole song. Stopping me. Motherfuckers ain't stopping me. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> there it is, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know why that particular part of that song has been like stuck in my head for days. And so I thought I'd share it with you and the listeners. Oh, that was nice of you. Well, thank you. <laughs> I do what I do when I do what I do what I do. <laughs> when I do what I did, then it's done. <laughs> it's done. Then I did it. <laughs> yes. How are we? Uh, we're not good. No, we're not good. We're not good. It's tough. We're Tony and I it's are supposed having, to be a happy anniversary episode, and we're having a tough week. We are. We're having a very tough week. Um, if you follow us on the social medias, um, then you know that Tony and I had to uh, put our cat of mine specifically for 16 years. Tony's for 13. Had to put the cat down to sleep, um, which was a very, very super challenging decision. Um, he was not well. He has not been well for a very long time. We have been trying very hard to... Not ignore it because it's not like we were burying our head in the sand and like no, acting like but it we knew happening. we knew what it was and we didn't want to deal with it. We didn't want to deal with it because the decision to put your animal to sleep is not an easy one and it's definitely not uh, a fun one. Um, and so we kind of were uh, running around this apartment trying to accommodate the crazy, and boy, was there a lot of crazy things that were taking place. Um, also, the cat added some. <laughs> yes um and it was just hard it was it was very hard but it was it was getting to the point where a, a lot of things were happening all at one time and so we t- we took him to the vet and sure enough a simple super thing that we thought was going on turned out to be m- more than just one thing and a, a pretty severe thing and so we had to make the very difficult decision to put our dear diesel um uh, to sleep and uh and that was hard it, it was very 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 sad it was very sad so yeah. um so here we are very sad right now you're lucky i'm out of bed i know <laughs> both of us have been literally like tired 
unmotivated to do much of anything. Even recording this episode of the podcast was a whole task, full disclosure. Yeah. Um, we, yeah. we both have sunk into a little bit of a depression right now. For sure. Yeah. So um, we miss and love you, Diesel, so very much. And this episode is for you. And I am not going to cry or get sad about it. Not right now. Um, once a season, that's it. <laughs> once a season. You got my tears already. Um, but yeah, so that's what we're dealing with right now. Yeah, not fun. Yeah. How are you? Are you? Oh, I, I mean, I no. know the answer to the question. I have a wreck. But yeah. Yeah. Coming home and he's not here and going to the bathroom. He doesn't come join me. Waking up in the middle of the night and he's not there. Yeah. None of it's good. Nope freaking sex struggles mm-hmm. bus um it is it's hard at least we are here to keep each other company yes i feel like it's brought us closer oh, stupidly like sadly right like and it's unfortunate but it's i feel like it's brought us closer i think we have a shared trauma at this point we have a shared sadness you know so i'm not into any of it nope nope it's very very tough i don't enjoy it not one bit yeah um, but yes, that is what we are going through right now. I promise we will try to find a way to bring the funny about, um, the episode. So you all don't have to cry with us. Um, because again, I'm not crying again. <laughs> Doesn't happen twice. Um, so yeah, so that's what's going on here. We both are trying, I can going through a sinus infection right now yay antibiotics <laughs> woohoo that this is what adulting is y'all the, the change <laughs> of the weather is uh is causing us both some like issues it's like are you saying whole, you went through the change marco i went through the changes <laughs> changes um yeah it's um the change of weather is like kicking both of our asses like really hard uh, I still maintain that I got sick because of being on call and being kept up all night over and over and over. But I, yes, I think it's that. Just like I think that that was a part of it for me because I wasn't getting sleep mm-hmm. during that time either. But I also think it's the change of weather, right? Because it's like cold but hot and then hot but cold. <laughs> but hot? Did you just say but hot? But hot. <laughs> uh, That's a thing now. Sure. Um, it's, it's, so that has been like an issue. Um, and then it, I think it's the season, right? We're going into fall, hardcore fall, pumpkin spice, bitch, pumpkin spice fall. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think hardcore fall, hardcore fall, it's, it's <laughs> brisk outside, you know, there's a little chill in the air. It makes it very challenging. So we've just been, we've been going through it. Um, but we're here. We're alive. We're in love still. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are surviving. And we're still going to have a good anniversary. We're going to have a great anniversary. Um, we are actually gearing up. So by the time this comes out, we are only days away from getting to go hang out. So a good friend of ours, fellow podcaster, Dewan from the Minority Report podcast. <laughs> Auntie Dewan. Auntie Dewan. Auntie Chardonnay is her name on the podcast. Anyways, uh, Dewan was so very kind to put together a nice little uh, gay getaway for us. 
Um, and uh, we, along with a couple of other couples, are all going... Seven. Several couples <laughs> are all going away to uh, this... Uh, little town to to like just go get away so stay tuned because i promise there's going to be videos and and all sorts of fun ridiculousness we're gonna have so much fun the debauchery Um, but we're gonna get away for the Mm -hmm. weekend which i think is something that we truly need yes um just to kind of get away and just have a good time and just decompress and let go um to celebrate our anniversary it just so happened it's happening at the exact same time as our anniversary weekend which is also halloween weekend which is good for a lot of things and reasons so we're very excited about it so that's where the critellis will be um a much needed r&r so much so much r&r um so yeah that's that's what we've got planned right now um, should we hop into our hashtag queer relationship goals for the week? I don't know. I didn't prepare. Who are they? Well, as y'all know, uh, Tony and I have picked a wonderful queer couple to highlight and praise as a positive representation of a relationship within the queer community. If you are interested in becoming our hashtag queer relationship goals on a future episode, or if there is a relationship that inspires you, please tag us on photos on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Our handle is at pod relationship together. Let's further the movement that shines queer relationships in a positive light. So this week, because it's our anniversary week and because we get to host this podcast and do whatever we want to do, we've decided to focus on us. <laughs> the show is mine. It is our show. And I we do, what, do I want. what we want. Do what I want. So we're focusing on ourselves. <laughs> um, not in a vanity uh, way, shape and or form. But <laughs> Although don't be surprised if this is the hashtag QRG of the year. i could see that um no uh no we not it's not for vanity reasons or anything of that nature but we are just um i I mean it's a little self-indulgent 100 percent (laughs) self-indulgent yes um but no we uh it's our it's our anniversary our wedding anniversary weekend um and i think that because of the nature of of why Tony and I started this podcast, it's really important for us to highlight ourselves and remember that we wanted, we kind of wanted more representation of what we like to think we bring to the table, if that makes sense, because we didn't have that type of representation. And I think about, you know, some of our like nieces and and, and nephews and people that like we inspire that are a part of our lives. And no one knows who is going to, you know, later realize or recognize that they're queer or, any, or anything. But we are uh to know that we get to touch the lives of people in a way that inspires them to be their authentic selves is something that makes me very happy. Um, I love our relationship. I think that um, we get on these microphones every single week and we get to be us. Um, We get to, you know, embarrass the shit out of each other and i mean you get to try and you're very embarrassing (laughs) um no but we get to embarrass the shit out of each other we get to laugh at each other we get to laugh with each other we get to 
um, be with each other. And if you looked at our Instagram, which by the way, we're on Instagram at the Critellis. So make sure you check us out there. But if you looked at our Instagram page, you know, there is, um, there's a lot of things that is fun about what we put out into the world by way of our relationship. Um, I think we spend a lot of time, um, exploring the world with each other. Um, but if you knew us personally, the other thing that Tony and I, I think do a really good job of is, uh, just being with each other. We really do enjoy being with one another. It's true. Yeah. Now you say stuff. <laughs> now you say things. <laughs> yes, I definitely, um, I enjoy the honesty of our relationship. Uh, I enjoy that it is not all glitter and glistening and bells and whistles that it has cracks and it's real um and i i enjoy that it's not just about being yourself it's about like being totally authentic and i like that yeah i I like that it's not perfect i like that it's genuine yeah um so i appreciate that and that's even all the way down to our instagram page you know i don't post every day on our instagram page (gasps) um i know it's weird but it's a lot of it is because and tony and i joke about this all the time is that we um come from a generation that didn't necessarily document everything that we did all the time right for legal purposes for Okay. Um, (laughs) And so it's very challenging for us to experience things together and feel it necessary to pull out a camera, right? It's very awkward for us. As a matter of fact, like we're not good at it. (laughs) Um, And so we don't post every single day because um, we are busy experiencing things without feeling that our phone needs to remember it. Or that y'all need to remember it for us. <laughs> it's that we get to remember it together. And that I think that is probably the coolest part of what we do. And I should be better, right? I should do a much better job of documenting and posting and bringing people into our things. I should do that. That should be happening. I thought the whole point of this podcast was not to bring other people into this thing that we got huh, Valid. <laughs> um, but I really do feel like we should uh, do a little bit more of that. But at the same time, I do love that you and I literally sit back and look at each other and we're like, oh my gosh, do you remember when blah, 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 blah. Or do you remember how, oh my God, that was so much fun that we got to do it. And then we'll look back and not have a single picture to document right, it. Right, right. But we have the memories, we have the conversation, we have the ability to talk to each other about those things. And I like that. Yeah, agreed. It's not to say that I don't think that, you know, you and I should kiss each other more and smile together more and take more pictures and experiencing things, you know, experience things together. I think we should be doing a lot more of those things. Um, But I also just like being with you. And so that's why we're inspirational and you should follow us. That's why we're the hashtag queer relationship goals for the week. Fucking double tap. It just deal with it. Um, check us out on Instagram. We are at the Critellis. That's T H E C R I T E L L I S. Um, check us out on Instagram. We're also on Facebook at the Critellis as well. And you could see all of our photos and, some of our TikToks were on TikTok as well as the Critellis. Um, are we? Nope, that's a lie. I don't have a Critellis TikTok. I don't know why I said that. 
I don't know why I said Liar. that. Um, no, because the Cretelli stuff goes on the pod relationship mm-hmm. stuff, mm-hmm. Uh, shit stuff. So that's awesome. So anyways, that being said, follow us. Double tap. If you can find us. Check us out. <laughs> We're amazing. We promise. We'll, we'll give you a little inspo. Um, so check it out. So anyways, Tony and I are going to take a short break. And when we come back, we are going to try to solve the world's problems. Cretelli style. Hello to all our loyal shitheads. You know, we really shouldn't be calling them that. I just give the people what they want. I'm not the one who coined the phrase. Yeah, that's true. But how are we supposed to ask them to rate and review us positively if you call them shitheads? I don't know, but here goes. If you haven't done so already, please take a moment to tap that five-star rating. It really helps us out. Yeah, please hop on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to the podcast and give us a five-star rating. If you have a few extra seconds, please leave a review and let other know what you love about the show i enjoy reading what you all have to say and it definitely influences what we do next so jump on the main page of the podcast tap those five stars and say something nice be a shithead but in a good way (laughs) thanks for the support Bye. bye instagram facebook twitter tiktok so many different ways to follow the podcast on social media fun fact i only know about half those platforms you just mentioned (laughs) i am not the least bit surprised but i do know that relationship content is available on those social media platforms and if you're not following us on any of them then you're really missing out on what now i have no idea but i know you're missing out (laughs) yes you are we are at relationship on all social media platforms instagram facebook twitter and tiktok so give us a follow and double tap our photos and videos and show us some love that's at pod relationship on all social media platforms check us out wherever you social media that's not a thing nobody says check us out wherever you social media well they should no they shouldn't that sounds weird whatever you get the point i i mean i guess so Check us out wherever you social media. We're at Pod Relationship on all platforms. See, I told you it works. <laughs> Whatever. Goodbye. <laughs> all right. So, in the spirit of our wedding anniversary, today we are talking about vows. Something we've never talked about on this podcast before, actually. I swear I'll make it to the end of this. (laughs) Marriage or episode? Segment. (laughs) Just the segment, not even the whole episode. Okay. Well, um, it's very interesting for me because, uh, A, we've never spoken about this before, but B, vows are very hard for me. They're Mm -hmm. very bizarre to me because they're kind of like the pledge of allegiance to me and it's very or it's, anything you do in church yeah it's kind of gross right mm-hmm. like it's kind of um i i i uh, i promise to honor you and do all of these things <laughs> and it's i'll like, read this thing i was supposed to read <laughs> yeah and it's very it's just weird to me so i like we during our wedding uh we wrote vows to one another yes, out did. in our own words and I got to reread my vows to you. And I'm not sharing them with everybody else because I think that they're personal. I think that they're very much for 
you and me Mm -hmm. Uh, if you were at our wedding you got to participate in that and 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 see and hear what that was about but i'm 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 not going to go back down that road um because those are for me and it was a nice revisit i was glad that i got the opportunity to revisit it and and see what i said to you and uh and i am going to make a habit of revisiting it more frequently Mm. Um, because where I was in 2016 and, and my headspace and, and feeling, you know, so in love and ready to like, you know, uh, battle the world at, together, holding each other's hands, you know, I, I meant and felt something at that mm. time. And I want to mean and feel that all the time. Um, part of the problem with vows is that the, real world once you get past the wedding and the dancing and the champagne and you know all of that you get into the real world and life starts happening and you have finances and jobs and deaths and uh, toilet seats being left up (laughs) and it makes it very very challenging for you to remember to love honor and obey (laughs) until death do you part it makes it very hard to remember that and so I do want to get to a place where I revisit our our vows um, a lot more frequently because I, I kind of do feel like I need that like, oh, yeah, that's right. You were in love with him mm. and, and, dis- and, and wanted to make that known in front of your friends and your family and our lady lord you know like you you wanted to do that and and that's super important and so um i do love that uh vows exist but i do feel a teensy bit squicked out by them (laughs) squicked out yeah i find them to be do i mean am i alone in that do you feel them to be weird what are your thoughts about vows I I personally really like vows. I think that they're important. I think that they are one of the only things you can truly give another person. We like to think that we own things, but really the only things you own are your own integrity and your skin. And that's kind of it. Like you don't actually own anything else. Um, And so for me, vows are like you are promising to give of like the most important parts of yourself like your your willpower and your dedication and your thoughts and your heart and your time and your effort and your brain like those are all really cool things yeah so i take vows very seriously i told you i wasn't going to marry you for a very long time because i had to know because i i take it very seriously i have no intention of ever getting married again you know one once and that's it like that's you can't say forever if you don't mean it for me it's true so it's very true. Mm-hmm. I find I, I'm I find vows to be very important. They're very important to me. Like I, I they mean a lot to me for sure. Um, but I think that again, much like the Pledge of Allegiance, like I'm an American, right? Like I feel American. Mm-hmm. Like I love America, and well, not uh, <laughs> not right now. <laughs> but you know, I'm an American. But like to stand up and be like, I plan to lay down to the flag. It feels very gross to me. Yeah. Like that just feels very weird. Like 
what? Like, <laughs> calm down. It's just a fucking country. Like, <laughs> stolen land. It's, yeah, like chill out. And and it's the same thing. And for me, with vows, is like, yes, I love you, and I want to spend the rest of my life with you. Um, and I do want to stand in front of our friends and our family and those who love us and we love and say. I am making this pledge right. of forever with this human being um, who is insanely important to me. And I want to do this. Like that is important to me. And I definitely want to do that. And I'm going to do that. Um, it just also like, I think once it's all said and done, I'm kind of like, Oh, that's a, that like feels weird because at the end of the day, you're a person, I'm a person. And then, you know, a lot of people say shit that, they don't mean or keep <laughs> sure. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, it's like very hard. Like I pledge all of these things and then it's like, Oh, but you cheated on me. And so now we can't be together forever. So like that, that pledge I made you guys just kidding. Like it didn't exactly happen. Like, and I'm, and that feels very weird to me. And I'm not saying that like, you know, you shouldn't leave your spouse if they cheat on you. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is they feel very weird to me. What do you remember about um, the process of coming up with your vows for me? I remember it wasn't just the vows for us. It was also the the words to say yes to um, from the uh, judge. Mm-hmm. so we we tweaked that as well mm-hmm. um which i so that was part of the process for me was that the words i was supposed to repeat back as i put the ring on you on your, on your finger you know we that that was part of our vows too yeah for me um and then i remember them i remember them being very easy i remember thinking like i know i'm supposed to be nervous and have writer's block it did take a little while but it wasn't like i wasn't the guy like screaming and scrambling in the closet you know 10 minutes before showtime it's no fair so i was like rereading my vows and i was like i think i would have written the exact same vows today (laughs) like it just felt very uh timeless in terms Mm -hmm. of my feelings for you um and i think that that is something that i actually really appreciated is that i read it and i was like oh no like this is like i wrote from my experience yeah Yeah, Mm -hmm. like i wrote my feelings and how they meant to me right um and that was important to me um yeah they were it was really cool like it it was really fun reading them and then when i got to like the you know like the actual vow part it was very simple for the most part like just being all i can be for you and for us yours was a very nice story yeah well that was yeah that was the story before mm-hmm. the actual vow mm-hmm. part but like my vows were like very much so like you know uh, trying to be the very best me for you and for us and 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 doing my best to do that consistently mm-hmm. um and that was the part that meant a lot to me is that i was like oh i really just wanted to be and i want to be um a good partner i really do just genuinely want to be a good partner for you and for us and make sure that we're both properly taken care of that way you know 
Sure. Um, so let's talk about some specific parts of the vow to honor and obey. <laughs> Yay or nay? No. And the word obey is gone from most of uh, most of. It's interesting because my my research, I did a lot of research on like the history. Um, and, sure. uh, and it's, it's fascinating to me that the vast majority of what we consider to be the modern vow is the same vow that was written in the initial book in the 1500s, which I find fascinating. But no, most people don't have obey in there anymore. Um, what's interesting is the vow used to be just the woman to the man. Yeah. And then eventually it became tradition for the man to give vows back to the woman. But that was like much later, much later. Um, and then even then when the word was still obey, only the woman said obey. The man didn't, which is just disgusting. Yeah. It's um, gotta love that history. So, so it's a unanimous thumbs down on honor and obey. Honor. I appreciate, but obey. No, sure. Honor and cherish. I like cherish mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in sickness and health. Yes. Yes. Yeah, definitely. And what does that mean to you? If your husband gets a cancer diagnosis, no matter how much you want to run away, you can't. <laughs> well, damn. Specifically. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, and to you, it means if you find your husband not breathing, you have to do CPR and go to the hospital with him. I was... Mm-mm-mm. That's what it means. Yeah, it does. It means, I, and I think, that, and it's so weird to me because, like, you hear these stories of, like, partners that, like, leave when their yeah, partner has, like, sick. something. And I'm uh-huh. like, who does that? Assholes. Like, that's just, it's just so, <laughs> we, it's just so bizarre to me. But um, I could never, I would never, like, and, I, you know, like. I mean, I hope I would never. You you don't know, though, until it happens. I know. I know that I wouldn't. And I also know that I wouldn't have married you if I felt like you would have. Do I, I have th- to I have to imagine that the people who've done that though, like they probably felt the same way that they would not do that. No, 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 no. See, here's the difference is I think one of the things that was attractive to me about you, and this is gonna get kind of morbid, but please uh, take this journey with hear me, me. Hear me out. Your mother had passed and you had been a caretaker for her. Mm-hmm. That was an attractive quality to me is that you were capable of seeing the ugly side of something and still continuing on. That was a good thing. That was a feather in your cap, if you will. I think people see things like a co- oh, you have a cold and I'm there with you for a cold, right? Or like, oh, you have the flu and I brought you some chicken noodle soup. Hmm. That's not the same thing as dealing with death-defying illnesses mm-hmm. or anything of that magnitude. And that is a difference. And I knew that you were capable. I could believe and depend on you because you had dealt with that doesn't mean it's easy or that you're like ready for work right like that, that that's not what i'm saying right but it 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 meant that you saw it you know what it means to have to wipe somebody's ass mm-hmm. or give somebody a bath or or bleach walls right and take care of this you knew what that hard work looked like 
And that was awesome for me. And, and because I was like, I I don't want to have to put you through any of those things, but I know that if you do, you're not, if I, if it happens, God forbid that you're capable of doing it. Mm -hmm. That was important to me. That meant a lot. And I think you knew and felt that for me automatically as well. I could be projecting. Um, But I think you know that I'm generally pretty good at taking care of and or like I'm not leaving. Where am I going? Right. Right. No, for sure. For sure. Yeah. I don't suppose I ever really thought of that. But yeah, it's definitely an important quality for sure. Yeah. And again, like I said, it's there's a difference in like, you know, somebody like you know, again, bringing you chicken noodle soup when you have a cold, um, you know, that, but that's completely different than till death do you part. Do you see what I'm saying? In sickness and health till death do you part. That's completely different. It's big. We're talking about forever. What do you think about the concept of till death do you part? I don't know. I, I don't know about that one. I don't know if... I've been thinking about this lately. I don't know if it is healthy and romantic to think of lifelong commitment. I don't know. I I know it's what I want. I know it's what I have. Um, I also know that it's a tradition. And so I've been questioning it lately, not in terms of like our marriage, but like just in terms of like the concept of coupling with someone for forever. I don't know. I don't know. I used to be like super duper into it. It used to be like my, my that was definitely my jam. Um, and again, it's not, it has like, I'm, I'm not like our marriages till death do us part. It's not that at all. I've just literally been thinking about like the concept and like, what would it be like not to grow up with that idea that, that it's, it's, If it was something more along the lines of everything good and you keep making it good, as opposed to till death do you part. And I don't mean like like everything good, like only the good stuff in life. I mean like the good stuff in life, the bad stuff in life, the bond itself is good. And you keep making that bond good. I don't know. I've been thinking about that lately. Mm. That, that it's not just forever because you said it was. It's, it's forever because you made today good. And you will make tomorrow good. And that, I think, is as far as you can get, is at most to tomorrow. Ooh. Yeah. It's been, it's been interesting in my head lately. What about you? Um, I mean, I think... I think till death do you part is... It's, like, weird. I feel like, you know... I, I don't know. We have spoken recently about um, it is very interesting because I have said this to you uh, that we feel as though um, like I feel like when you get to a certain age, I'm sorry, I'm trying to like put my thoughts together. We, I think when you get to a certain age, you have to start thinking about m- mortality. Mm-hmm. 
And I start thinking about like, you know, oh my gosh, we're going to get to a certain age. We have to start thinking about like the road to like family members dying more specifically, like your parents and and you've already gone through a portion of that journey, but you have to start thinking about those things, right? Like, what does that look like? Like I'm almost 40 years old. We're going to be, we're going to be an older couple, right? Like those are like, that's life. It's fucking life. (laughs) Um, and so I, I think about those things and and I had to think about the concept of being married to you and what is it going to look like for our deaths. And uh, I had to be okay with the idea of of knowing that like there's going to be a life where one of us are not in each other's lives later in our old age where we've created this i think about your grandfather you ha- you had this whole life with this person mm-hmm. and then they pass and then you have a portion of life without them and what is that going to be like mm. um and i had to be okay with that you know and uh, you know i just want our lives together to be as magical as we can make them you know while we're here together um, but there is going to come a, a point in time where we're going to be without each other um, till death do us part. Um, and that is going to be challenging. And I, I can't think I can't fully comprehend it right now. Um, but I am uh, I when I made my vows to marry you, it was something that I signed up for crazy right very to think think about like you signed up for that (laughs) that's it yeah i think about carrie having to like plan big's funeral Mm -hmm. you know and being like he would hate this but you know like i think about i think about shit like that Mm. not because i'm i like live in this like we're getting ready to die phase but like where would my husband want his you know post death situation to take place you know like what would that be what would that look like what are we doing like what where are we going what's i think about that all i think about that stuff all the time morbid crazy (laughs) but i have to think about it i have i built this whole fucking life with this person you know yeah this is not the joyous conversation that was no how's that going for you (laughs) i think i think it's uh I think because of the whole cat situation. Death on the brain. <laughs> and it's like all of this is going on. But anyways, I again, you know, I, I, I think about like the traditional basic vows and I, Marco, take you, Tony, to be my lawfully wedded husband, to have and to hold, to love and to cherish on this day forward, you know, um, till death do us part, you know, like all of that stuff, like. It's it's so uh, crazy. It is. It's crazy. It is. I you know what I I as a traditional person I can appreciate um, the value of those traditions. I can also appreciate the fact that there are other things out there that are way older that are also traditions, and you can engage in those too. And I appreciate you wanting to start your own tradition. I think that's great as well. So I think you and I did a great job of like blending all those worlds. Yeah, because we did traditional, like we did the, um, you know, we did the we did the wedding with the vows, uh, in the in the courthouse, 
And then, but then we had some of the old language, but then we did our own vows and then, you know, interracial queer couple <laughs> kind of did things our own way that way too. Well, and I, and uh, us being who we are, we're the type of people that are like, okay, like we're going to take this thing and we're going to m- make it fit for mm-hmm. us. <laughs> like we're going to make it fit for things us. Things overheard. Like, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, we're, we're just going to make this fit into our lives. Like we know that this has to be a part of it and we want to give you the, the, we want to give you the seasonings of tradition, if that makes sense. Like, I'll serve you the chicken that you wanted, but I'm going to put my own stank on it. I'm going to put my own stank on it. Yeah. Yeah. You'll get chicken. It's just not going to be like no chicken you ever had before. That part. That part. Bitch. Yeah. Yeah. I just really wanted it to feel um, like us. And so we did. And that's exactly how we made it happen. And and we, we gave and did what we wanted to give and do. And that's good. So anyways, we read some articles on vows. Tell me about what you read. So I wanted to go uh, a little more traditional route. So I actually went to Zola. Hi, Zola. (laughs) And learned about the history of wedding vows. Because, you know, I really like, I really like my history. So um, as many of us know, marriage was not initially created to do what it's doing today. Uh, And in fact, marriage wasn't even initially between families who would then share and grow in wealth. It was actually to mark business deals. Um, And so it wasn't even about a longstanding alliance. It was about a one-time business deal. Sure. uh, Which I thought was super interesting. Then in the 11th century, it started becoming about arranged marriages. So now it's about using marriage as a commodity, right? So Mary, Queen of Scots, great example. Um, And then this wonderful law book comes out and it talks about... um, what is required for marriage. And I think this is super interesting too, because now the requirement is not only consent, which was new, you did not have to consent before, but consummation became a thing. So you were not married until you had sex. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it's nuts. It's nuts. Um, and then it wasn't, this is, this I found to be the most fascinating is we like to think of like uh, marriage being steeped in tradition and, and goes way back into the Bible and blah, blah, blah. Nope. 1563, the Council of Trent deemed marriage to be a sacrament. 1563. Not that long ago, uh, which I found to be fascinating. Um, and then as we know, it wasn't until 1563, we start to get some of the modern concept of marriage. Uh, but 1967, we all know Loving v. Virginia. And then in 2015, Obergefell v. Hodges. So it took us a long time to get it correctly. Sure. Uh, as I mentioned before, 1549 is when we had the first Book of Common Prayer, which is where the vows um, come from and remain largely unchanged. I think they've changed like a tiny bit instead of is death do us part and and it was originally till death us depart but that's it like it's largely unchanged which i find to be just again very fascinating, fascinating. yeah it's very interesting and then we talked about this the bordeaux bay has changed over time Thank and, yeah so it used to be just women were saying it then men said the whole thing except the obey part and now they just largely don't do um obey but i just i found the whole thing to be fascinating i love you know i love that that's saying that, you know, you have to know the, the things that happened before you were born. Um, and I think, uh, I think this was very interesting. Hmm. Yeah. What was, what was yours? Um, so I read this article on medium.com. 
Um, Adam Hillis wrote this article back in 2018, why your vows mean more now than your wedding day. Mm. Um, and I loved this, uh, article a lot. And he, you know, uh, he talks about how he, you know, had the privilege of, of going to many different weddings in his early twenties. Some were friends. He was also like a DJ during weddings and things like that. So he got to hear the many different vows. Um, and, and, you know, got to experience people declaring their love for one another in front of everyone. And then he says, um, you know, the underlying message of all wedding vows is that we love each other and we'll stay together no matter what happens. And, you know, and when you make those vows as starry, I, you know, starry eyed staring at your spouse to be the vows are gushy and lovey dovey. And I, he says, I wonder if if we realize what we're saying in the moment, what we're promising. Hmm. Um, he says, in all honesty, I remember more about the pictures we took and the acapella group that entertained our guests than I do the ceremony and what we said to each other, which hmm. I think is is huge. That's right. like one of those big things about weddings. And if you won't understand it until you get married, <laughs> like you think everything is good to go and you're like oh we're gonna treasure all of these moments but you're like a fixture for the day and so you don't get to to experience those and again when you get married you'll experience it because tony and i like looked at i was like we didn't even talk at our reception we had like one moment to barely reception we didn't eat any food yeah it's crazy. Anyways, that being said, um, he says, you know, years later, you actually need your vows. And he talks about how, um, you know, you don't need your vows during the honeymoon stage because right. you're all hopped up on, you know, the love and and, and the cherished partner <laughs> and all of that great stuff. Right. So you're, you're there. And he says, but promises you made to one another on your wedding day aren't really be- being challenged. Um, he says, but then things escalate as you live together a bit longer. It goes from minor fights over which and to squeeze the toothpaste to whose family you should live closer to, to arguing over why there isn't enough money in the bank account to pay the bills. And he says, when things get really difficult and you don't know if you want to stay anymore, remembering those vows can be a powerful thing. Um you know, so he goes on and, and talks about how like revisiting your vows is like really special and it can put you back in that place of loving your partner. Mm. And when you love your partner, then it helps you try to be better and good at keeping them. Um, He says, years later, you years later, you've actually lived your vows. He says, my wife and I have yelled, screamed, cursed, pushed, threatened, walked out on and insulted each other more than I care to admit. A lot of life happens in 10 plus years. Mm. Preach, girl. Um, we've had money, we've lost money, we've been in great shape and health, and we've been in hospitals, we've loved our jobs, hated our jobs, loved being parents, hated being parents, served each other, and selfishly imposed our wants on each other. Since in our marriage, we have seen the amazing, the good, the bad, and the ugly in each other. We're still here, and we're still in love. Um, the words for richer, for poorer, in sickness or health mean more to me now than our wedding day, because I've done it. I understand what an experiential level what those i'm sorry i said that completely wrong i've learned on an experiential level. i understand at an experiential mm-hmm. level what those words i said required of me as a man and again it takes 
finding your husband in the bathroom passed out right. or hearing that your husband had cancer or is undergoing a second sinus surgery or has arthritis. Like it, most of those were my afflictions. Um, <laughs> but, but it he, but, busted ass bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Um, <laughs> it's so true. Um, no, but like hearing those things and experiencing those things becomes fucking hard. You're like, did I do? Do I do I want to deal with this? <laughs> like it, it's very hard, and and you you see those things and you experience those things, and you're like, I love this person, so I, I've got to go through this. But like, am I prepared to go through mm. this? And that's even harder too. So um, he talks about during a Christmas Eve fight, he walked out on her and didn't come back till after Christmas at one point in time. Yeah, talks about all the stupid fights. And if you think about all the stupid fights, and I mention it, and I'm going to let you read my vows and uh, again, because I don't even know if you remember my vows, but um, I had talked about how there was so much wasted time mm. that we had spent being mad at each other, starting fights, getting away from each other for whatever reason was going on at that time. Cause we were 20 somethings in a relationship that was bigger than us. Right. And I was like, this is, we, we did a lot of stupid shit and made stupid mistakes and things. And when you make these vows, you make the decision to no longer let those supersede the nature of the relationship mm -hmm. and that is tough that's huge you've talked about that before right you made all these promises with dating and then now you're married and now you gotta live up to it you gotta pay the debt collector <laughs> you gotta pay it yeah because like bitch rent is due mm -hmm. and it's like oh shit i gotta be better mm -hmm. <laughs> like i gotta do better time's and, up yeah and that's tough so um, yeah, he's, you know, in, in conclusion, you know, he says, if you don't remember exactly what you said on your wedding day, you know, he challenges you to revisit it, pull out the piece of paper or the digital file that has your vows on it, watch your wedding video again, um, and, and take a look at it. Um, whatever it is, recall the promise you made on your wedding day and let its power be evident now, years later. And so if there's anybody that's listening to this, that is coupled and or, um, partnered, even, you know, through marriage, um, that's a challenge that we want to make for you today. That's something that we're going to do as a married couple right now with our wedding anniversary looming six years. How do I do it? Um, yeah, we're, you know, take a look at those vows and figure out exactly what made you say those back in the day and do, and how can you get yourself to feel that way now? I think that's really important, right? Now that the tuxedos are off, right? The wedding dresses are gone. <laughs> the champagne fountain and, you know, the Beyonce playlist at your wedding. Like now that all that stuff is gone, how can you uphold that cherishing, loving commitment to one another for forever? I mean, you better turn the Beyonce playlist back on. That's a very valid point. <laughs> it's the only way it's going to work. It's true. It's the only way. She ain't say love on top for nothing. Um, 
Yeah, no. So Can I get a gay man? (laughs) (laughs) That was good. Very good, husband. Um, Yeah, so um, that being said, I do... I've said this many times before. You know I'm obsessed with you. And you know that I love you very much. And today, I do vow to continue down this journey holding your hand whatever it looks like you and I are going to do it together that is what I want for the duration of our journey as the Cretelli's together I want us to do that and do life holding hands that is a vow that I can continue to uphold sounds like a good one to me Mm mm-hmm I'm waiting. You're waiting for what? I just made a vow for you. I told you that sounds like a good one to me. That sounds like a good vow. I can vow to that. I can vow to hold your hand. I like that. That's what I was saying. So you're saying you're stealing my vow. I'm not stealing my vow. (laughs) I am also vowing to do that very lovely thing that you said, so I will walk with you. Some would argue there's no better vow. (laughs) I am not a piece of toast. Do not try to butter me up. <laughs> I'm going to flip you over and butter you up. <laughs> You're stupid. You're stupid. Um, anyways. I've had to call you stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. I love you. I love you, stupid. <laughs> We're going to take a short break, uh, but Tony and I will be back in just a bit. I promise. It's kind of assumed that in every couple, you have one person that's better at the finances than Mm -hmm. the other. And I don't think either one of us have that. You were like a business major in college, taking accounting (laughs) and shit. Financial accounting was, I did drop out of that class. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, folks. I'm Robin Hopkins, and this is Well Adjusting, where I talk to people about life stuff. But, you know, not in an NPR way, more like a we're at the bar and we're having cocktails and I am getting into your business sort of way. Oh, we love a cocktail. Oh, and producer Steph is here too. Oh yeah. Hi, that's me. We chat managing grief, getting therapy, how to get promoted and saving a buck or two. Cause let's be honest, people, social security is probably going to be gone by the time you get there. (laughs) I am weaponizing this fear in order to keep myself from going to therapy I joke that she's not six feet under, she's six feet up because she's like in a wall in a mausoleum. I think for the first time in my life, I couldn't find a reason not to do this. Well Adjusting drops on October 24th. Get it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or I don't know, wherever you're listening these days. Outer space, I don't know. You know, it's not unheard of for people to ask me for my spreadsheets. All right. We are so excited because a lot of our friends, family, and listeners uh, reached out and gave us some wonderful, absolutely beautiful messages of congratulations on our wedding anniversary. So we are going to play this uh, very, very shortly. Um, But again, to everybody that sent us voicemail message, uh, we thank you uh, for showing your love. Uh, to us um, and supporting us and celebrating our six-year wedding anniversary with us. Yeah, thank you. We are very grateful for the time you spent 
wallowing in our love. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Um, so we're going to play these. We're going to play them back to back so you can... In no particular order. No particular order. We're just playing the messages. Um, and then uh, we'll definitely break uh, thereafter. But sit back and relax and listen to everyone tell us how much they love us. It's pretty spectacular. Happy anniversary. Um, even though I wish y'all had gotten married, you know, three months later so that I could have been at the wedding. <laughs> I'm so incredibly happy for you both. Happy six years. I love y'all so much. I'm so blessed to be able to call y'all my family. Watching you guys over the last six years, the way you show up for each other and love each other and uplift each other has been so incredibly beautiful. And I'm just so excited to see where your love takes you in this next chapter. Have the best day. Enjoy each other. And I cannot wait to celebrate you guys. Happy anniversary. Hi, Marco and Tony. Happy anniversary. As a newly out gay man, older in life, in a relationship with someone wonderful, you guys have been a tremendous source of inspiration to me and learning and validation. And I can't tell you enough how much I appreciate you. And I hope that my special someone and I get to meet you someday. Happy anniversary. Here's to another awesome year together. Holy moly, six years. Where did the time go? You two make it look easy. Congratulations, Marco and Tony. I love you guys so much. I love your love. Love you always, Glory. Congratulations, Marco and Tony, on your sixth wedding anniversary. We truly believe you bring out the best in each other. God bless. And we love you from your parents. Hello there. I wanted to wish you, Marco and Tony, a happy anniversary. I hope you have a wonderful time together. I hope you have a wonderful day together because you two deserve nothing but love and happiness. I always appreciate listening to your podcast. I love the banter between the two of you. You two just really bring out the best in each other. You make each other happy and that's all any of us would want to have in our lives is to find someone who truly makes us happy. I hope you two have a wonderful day, have a happy anniversary, and just keep being the wonderful and amazing people that we know and love you for. Thank you. Happy six-year wedding anniversary. I can't believe six years have passed already. It seems like just yesterday I was being forced to get up in front of everyone and give a speech on how much I love you both. But don't worry, today I'm doing it willingly. I can't wait to share many more years of the love you guys have for each other. And I'm just so grateful I'm able to have a front row seat to it. Love you guys. I think you two are everybody's favorite love story. I know it's mine. Happy anniversary. Love you guys. Hi, guys. This is Dan from Connecticut. I am so glad to be part of the listeners that listen to your podcast every week. I miss you guys while you guys were on a hiatus. 
Um, it's always a pleasure to hear your comments and your laughs and your good times and some of your bad times. It's not a pleasure to listen to your bad times, but it's uh, it gives us a little bit more perspective. You guys give us a little bit more insight into how you guys um, are dealing with situations. Sorry to hear about Tony. Glad he's doing better. Glad both of you are good, doing better. Keep up the good work. And happy wedding anniversary. Six years. Wow. That's great. That's like uh, 40 years in a straight relationship. <laughs> Not really. We're just as lengthy. We can have just as lengthy relationship. Just kidding. But uh, it's always been a pleasure to be part of the team, uh, the community around you and keep up the great work. Again, happy wedding anniversary. Bye-bye. Happy anniversary, guys. I love you both so much. Hope that you enjoy your six-year anniversary. I love you. Hey, y'all. It's me, Steve. Hi. <laughs> Just wanted to say happy anniversary. Oh, my God. Um, happy for you guys. Uh, I think it's, what, six years now, um, which is crazy. Um, but, yeah, just wanted to say happy anniversary. Um, I still remember when Marco called me to tell me that Tony proposed. <laughs> um, I was crossing the street and I had to, like, run to the corner and I, like, hung on to a building because I was like so excited. <laughs> um, but anyway, I'm happy for you guys and uh, I'll see you soon. Happy anniversary. Bye. Hey, Marco and Tony, it's Troy. And Jade. Just calling to wish you both a very happy anniversary. We love you. I love you so much. Um, have a lovely anniversary. I love you. Happy anniversary. It's not an episode of Relationship without a conversation about Parasso. Oh, for sure. And this time, I want to talk to you all about the Parasso Blue or Protective Shave Formula, another great three-step shave process within the Parasso range. Ooh, tell me more. Well, if your face needs extra hydration, this aloe and vitamin E formula is a perfect way to moisturize your skin during your shave. And because we are heading into the fall winter months, it's the perfect time to upgrade your shave products. Obviously, I have a beard, but I do clean up my neck and cheeks. And I do have dry skin and need some extra help. Well, then this is the shave range for you. And you can get it at parasso-usa.com right now. And when you use code RELATIONSHIT15 at checkout, you'll get 15% off your purchase. Yep. Head over to parasso-usa.com right now and use code RELATIONSHIT15 at checkout and grab the protective shave formula Marco just talked about as well as other great shave and beard care products that will take your grooming game to the next level. That's P-R-O-R-A-S-O dash USA dot com and code RELATIONSHIT15 at checkout. Experience an Italian shave in the bathroom. We promise it'll change your life. Well, being with an Italian will change your life too. I'm sure you'd agree. Oh my God. Goodbye. Do you hear that? Hear what? 
appreciates the sound of our listeners donating money on Patreon so they can get access to more relationship content outside of the weekly podcast. Oh, mm-hmm. I can hear it now. <laughs> Seriously, though, head over to patreon.com slash pod relationship right now and become a relationship podcast donor. Contribution starts at just $3 a month. That's less than the cost of your frou-frou coffee from that nameless coffee chain that burns their beans. <laughs> Very covert of you. I know, right? Anyway, other tiers are $5, 10 and $25 a month with extra relationship content at each level. You can start listening to segments like Critelli Crap, our monthly airing of our dirty relationship laundry. Or guests take on shit. Our invitation for guests to comment on the week's topic and give their thoughts and guidance so we all get a different perspective. Other segments include Shit Thrown At You, our rapid-fire Q&A for guests, or board games Marco and I play with each other. Some insightful and helpful, and others hilarious or risque. All this is available to you at different levels of donation. There is so much more relationship content at patreon.com slash podrelationship, and now is the time to start donating. Not only does your contribution help run the podcast behind the scenes, but it allows us to learn more about you and what you want to hear from us, making the podcast a community effort and labor of love. So head to, say it with me now, patreon.com slash podrelationship right now and start donating today. We want to thank you ahead of time for your contribution to the podcast and continuing to support us the way you have for all these years. We love you all and we'll see you on Patreon. Bye. All right. Um, wow. Thank you so much. Right? Love that love. It was so sweet. Uh, we really do thank you all very much for the wonderful messages and the well wishes. You all are absolutely incredible. It's very kind. Uh, we also got tons of DMs and things of that nature as well. So we do thank those that did not send a voicemail for at least reaching out that way as well. That was very, very lovely too. Um Wow. Again, thank you so much. We feel entirely blessed. Very much so. And very much so loved. Um, that being said, I have a couple of shits to put on your radar. Just, okay. Just a couple. Do it. Um, it's really quick and easy. The very first one, y'all, is rate and review. If you have not rated the podcast yet, we really do ask you to please stop what you're doing right now and give us a five-star rating and a decent review, a good review, a glowing, glowing review. review. There you go. Give us a good review. It helps us. Um, y'all know that there's all sorts of analytics and and things that make up bringing the podcast to other people's feeds and we really want to be a part of that algorithm so please do us a favor give us a five-star rating give us a good review so that anybody that is looking for this message can easily find it so head to especially apple podcasts but spotify google play stitcher soundcloud all of those places that you listen to your podcasts definitely do what you're just stop what you're doing right the second and give us a five-star rating and a good review um that is going to be very helpful to begin with um I honestly think that's it. I think that's all I've got for you. I don't have anything else prepared. Make sure you listen to our good friend Robin Hopkins' new 
uh, podcast, Well Adjusting, everywhere you listen to podcasts. Um, if you listened to our last episode, which was Supportive Shit, Robin talked a little bit more about the podcast, and we have the links to the podcast in the show notes. So definitely check that out there. Um, and then you can still, you know, support her and give her a great listen there too. So check it out. Say hello. And uh, I think, honestly, that's all I got for you. Well, then that's going to do it for this week's episode. We hope you enjoyed this really important conversation. Thanks for tuning into the Relationship Podcast, part of the DNR Studios Network. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram at Pod Relationship. Don't forget to subscribe and rate us. And welcome to Season 6. If you have any relationship situations that you'd like help with on an upcoming episode of the show, leave us a voicemail at 903-POD-SHIT. That's 903-763-7448. You can also email us, email us at relationshipquestions at gmail.com or submit on our website, podrelationship.com. And be sure to check out the Relationship blog on our website every Friday where I muse a bit further on the topic of the week. A special thank you to our Patreon members. We hope you enjoyed the very special episode that we did for our anniversary. Um, Another special thank you to our DNR Studio subscribers. We hope you enjoyed the early access to the week's episode. Uh, Tony and I will harass your ears next week. And remember, vows are very important. Shit, where did I put mine? (laughs) 